Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of Revision Made Easy and in this RE series um, this episode is not really content based but we'll be tackling how to answer the exam questions and what exactly is on the exam. So the first question is what kind of questions will be on the exam? Each question on the exam will be split into five parts worth one mark, two marks, four marks, five marks and 12 marks. Each paper is one hour and 45 minutes long and you'll need to answer four full questions. Aim to spend 25 minutes on each question. So, the one mark question. Well, this you don't need to spend 25 minutes on this question. The one mark question. The one mark question tests knowledge and understanding. It is always a multiple choice question with four answers to choose from. It will usually include the command words, which one of the following. Um, it's important to note that this exam board is AQA and it's um, the it's spec B, not spec A. So what I say might not apply. What this like um, exam questions may not apply to spec a because i know that some schools do spec a but our school did spec b so i'll be referring to spec b if you're not sure about this talk to your teacher because there is a slight variation between the two um specs despite the fact that they're part of the same exam board um anyway so and it's and the mark is awarded for the correct answer so now i'll be moving on to the two mark question the two mark question tests knowledge and understanding as well. It always begins with the command words give to or name to, wait, pardon me, or give to reasons, ways, name to reasons, ways, you know, that kind of style. Um, one mark is awarded for one correct point and two marks will be awarded for two correct points. So it's important that, you know, with these um, little, um, markers it's important to get four marks on all of them because they do make a difference between that eight or nine that one mark might just be the difference between the level that you're at and the next level you know Um, and here's a word of advice the examiner is expecting two simple points not detailed explanation explanations you would get two marks if you answered um, for example, the question would if the question was give two ways in which religious believers help victims of war. One answer could be pray for victims, and the second answer could be providing food and shelter. You don't need to waste time by writing in full sentences and giving long explanations. After all, it's only two marks. You don't want to waste your time with the short ones. You want to um, conserve and preserve that time for the twelve markers and the five markers. So, question number, um, the format question. The format question tests knowledge and understanding. It always begins with the command words, explain to. For example, explain two ways in which music influences Catholic worship. For the first way or belief, one mark is awarded for a simple explanation and two marks are awarded for a detailed explanation. And for the second way or belief, one mark is awarded for a simple explanation 
and two marks are awarded for a detailed explanation. So for the full four marks, the examiner is looking for two ways slash beliefs and for you to give detailed explanations for both. The examiner is expecting you to write in full sentences. Um, and here's another tip. One point you might make to answer this question is to say music increases the, the beauty of worship. This would get you only one mark. For a second mark, you could develop the point by giving further information. For example, sacred music can make a service more joyful and lift people's hearts to God. There is more you could do. There is more you could probably say, but as you'd get two marks for this, it would be better to turn your attention to thinking about a second way in which music influences Catholic worship. For example, by getting people more fully involved in worship and then developing the second point. Because you don't want what you don't want to do is put all of your ideas in only one point and they only get two marks out of it. You want to make sure that you've got two distinctive points and that you can further back that up and um, reinforce those points. So what is a detailed explanation? An easy to, way to remember what you need to do for the four mark question is make one point, then develop it, then make a second point and develop it. And I know you might be wondering, how do you develop a point? You might do this by giving more information, giving an example or referring to a religious teaching or quotation. Uh, my teacher used to always give us a template. She would say, one way this is shown, and then you say that way. This is because, or one one belief is, then you say, this is because, and that way you've got, you, you know that you're always sticking and you always have two distinctive points that are different but are related to the question and you're not just repeating yourself. Oh, and another tip is that um, in the paper, it may refer to the great, the main religious tradition of Britain and this might be for the um you know when you do are studying um, another belief such as islam or judaism they may ask you to explain for example two ways in which the beliefs of islam slash judaism and the main religious tradition of great britain about abortion are similar and the great the great the main re religious tradition of Great Britain is not Catholicism, it's the Church of England, also known as um, Protestant, as Protestants. So you need to be aware that it's not Catholicism, it's not um, Methodist, it's not like any other denomination. It's the Church of England slash Protestant slash Anglican. They all mean the same thing. So the next um, marker is the five mark question. And the five mark question also tests knowledge and understanding. Like the format question, it always begins with the command words, explain to, explain to. In addition, it will ask you to refer to, refer to scripture or another source of Christian slash Muslim slash Jewish belief, depending on what you're studying. For example, I did um, um, Christian slash Jewish, but you might be doing Christian slash um, Muslim, but you know, belief and teaching in your answer. For example, explain two ways in which Jesus is the fulfillment of the law. Refer to scripture or another source of Christian belief and teaching in your answer. How is this marked? For the first reason slash teaching slash belief, one mark is awarded for a simple explanation. Two marks are awarded for a detailed explanation. For the second reason slash teaching slash belief, one mark is awarded for a simple explanation. 
two marks are awarded for a detailed explanation plus and now this is where you get the extra mark one mark for a relevant reference to sacred writings or another source of religious belief so for the four or five marks the examiner is looking for two reasons slash teachings slash beliefs and for you to give detailed explanations of both just like the four mark questions for the fifth mark you need to make reference to a writing or teaching that is considered holy or authoritative by a religion the examiner is expecting you to write in full sentences you might aim to write five sentences so you know um for the simple explanation and detailed explanation and then um a reference to a quote or a sort of wisdom and an authority um and here's a tip if you can quote exact phrases this will impress the examiner but if you can't then it's fine to paraphrase you do not need to know the chapter and verse of the quotation but it would be helpful to name the holy book for example to specify that it's a teaching from the bible you don't have to remember specific um, references of the scripture for example you might know one about a scripture about marriage but you might not know where it comes it comes from it's okay and it's perfectly fine for you to say um that it's from the bible and you will not lose a mark for saying that it's from the bible because you the important thing is that you're referencing and you're giving a quote in the first place and it is okay to paraphrase it because i'm sure with english you know reading all of those books and memorizing all of those quotes it won't be easy to do like learn loads more for re and the examiners understand that you're in exam conditions like that you're feeling nervous and, um, and under pressure so it's fine to paraphrase it and also i would suggest that you use quotes that are quite versatile quotes that can be used in more than one situation um quotes that can be used for example for god so loved the world i don't know how many times i have exhausted that quote i have dried that quote i have rinsed it out so much like it's and it's okay to do that as long as it's relevant to the question but use quotes that you can use more than once instead of just getting one quote for one topic and then you have to like remember tons of other quotes and this is a way to maximize the time that you have especially when you're revising because you still have to remember quotes for english um and if we do drama drama as well so you know make your life easier and don't just learn one quote for like literally one paragraph learn quotes that are versatile that can be used in different situations so um you might be wondering what exactly counts as a scripture or another source of religious belief and teaching scripture and religious beliefs or teachings might include a quotation from a holy book for example the torah the bible or the quran a statement of religious beliefs such as the apostles creed the nicene creed or the shahada or a prayer such as the lord's prayer or the shema a statement made by a religious leader for example the pope or a chief rabbi or an imam a quotation from a religious text such as the catechism of the catholic church or the hadith and these all count as a scripture or another source of religious belief and teaching and remember teaching is one so you can say that um the pope teaches that you don't have to say this is like you and you can paraphrase that as well so remember that it's not just quotes from holy text it's also teachings it's also prayers it's also statements you know um and finally moving on to the 12 mark question 
The 12 mark question tests analytical and evaluative skills. Whereas the other questions were more about AA1, you know, testing knowledge and understanding, this is testing analytical and evaluative skills. It will always begin with a statement, then ask you to evaluate the statement. There will be bullet points guiding you through the exam through what the examiner expects you to provide in your answer. So for paper one and paper two, section A. The um, I'll give you an example. The Bible tells Christians all they need to know about God's creation. Evaluate this statement. In your answer, you should include bullet point one. Give reasoned arguments to support this statement. Bullet point two. Give reasoned arguments to support a different point of view. Bullet point three. Refer to a Christian teaching. And bullet point four. Reach a justified conclusion. It's 12 marks plus three marks for spag so in total is actually 15 marks and if you go online there are so many templates i know there's one a template called fairy and there are like so many templates for you to use um when you're answering the 12 mark questions um and a tip is to is that the examiners are not just giving marks for what you know but for your ability to weigh up different sides of an of an argument making judgments on how convincing or how weak you think they are the examiner will also be looking for your ability to connect your argument logically to show that the link and like a chain reaction like this leads to this and this to that and then this to this, you know, that kind of thing. And the more developed it is, the more the examiner can tell you know what you're saying, you know what you're doing and they can follow your line and re slash reason of thought. So, yeah. And um, so now we're going to be discussing how the 12 marker is marked. There, it's different to all of the other questions because it's such um, a huge portion of the paper. It's split into four levels. I'm not going to talk about level one and I'm not going to talk about level two because I believe that we're all aiming for the best and we shouldn't aim to be average. We should all aim to be above average. For those of you who don't really care about RE, uh, maybe this podcast isn't really for you but for those of you who are aiming to reach the top marks i would suggest that you um, follow this podcast and you keep tuning in so level three the examiner is looking for two different points of view both developed through a long chain of reasoning that draws on relevant knowledge and understanding clear reference to religion and the like mark bands is between seven and nine marks so you're still getting quite a few marks but you're not getting like the top top marks and for level four the examiner is looking for a well argued response with two different points of view both developed to show a logical chain of reasoning that leads to judgments in level three it, there were no judgments there was no like real evaluation there was no weighing up then coming to a conclusion but here um level four the chains of reason lead to judgments supported by relevant knowledge and understanding you're not just saying things for the sake of saying them you're saying them because you understand them and because you have a clear idea about what you're saying references to religion applied to the issue and the marks that are awarded for level um four are between 10 to 12 marks which is a lot of marks like if you can master the 12 marker there's nothing stopping you from getting seven eight or nine there's literally nothing stopping you and when you're revising make sure that you 
do more 12 markers because some of the ideas from the 12 markers you can use in your five markers and I learned that that was one of the effective ways of me revising like I wasn't because I just needed to you just need to learn for the other um like lower marks you just need to learn like the template if that makes sense you need to learn the outline of each question whereas the 12 mark you need to have a lot to say like you can't just be saying two things to get your 12 mark um to get your full marks you know so i would say that practice 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 12 markers they can ask you any question they like any question that even something that you think that wasn't it's even something that you think wasn't relevant to revisable revise it because they might just ask you a 12 mark question on it um and here are some additional tips for answering the 12 mark question remember to focus your answer on the statement you've been given for example war is never right you need to evaluate this statement you need to give your pros and cons but also make sure you're not talking about um how music helps catholics to enjoy the mass it's talking about war it's not talking about um you know food it's not talking about anything else talking about war so make sure you're focusing on the your on the answer and it links back to the question also excuse me also include different viewpoints one supporting the statement one arguing against it for example, one viewpoint to support the idea that war is never right and an alternative viewpoint to suggest that sometimes war is necessary. And one way you can do this is by talking about different interpretations of war or different people um, and their views. For example, if you're talking, if it's from a Catholic perspective, if it's from a humanist perspective, if it's from a, um, a Jews perspective, if it's from an atheist perspective, you know, by getting other people's perspective, that is also um that might also be arguing against or arguing for so if you personally don't have anything else try and maybe ask your friends maybe um look in your book or go online and you know like do some extensive research about maybe a humanist view to abortion or a catholic's view to abortion or um a jew's view to war or a humanist view to law uh, to war you know so by getting different perspectives you're um bringing different views to the table and you're effectively evaluating and not just saying what you believe but saying what other views are out there and the examiner is taking heed to this he's realizing that wow you know a lot about what you're saying you know you've done your research you know like it's these questions aren't just questions that are straightforward you've got to evaluate them and part of that evaluation is by getting other people's opinions and perspectives on those situations um another tip is to develop both arguments showing a logical chain of reasoning Draw widely on your knowledge and understanding of the subject of war, try to make connections between ideas and write a detailed answer and use evidence to support your arguments. One thing that I normally do and my teacher advised um, people to do is to plan your response. Don't just jump straight in. You can jump straight in if you don't have enough time and you might be lucky, but for those of you who know in your heart that you might just be waffling and you, you want to like get the 
maximum grades portable plan your response because that way if you don't finish it at least the examiner has seen that you've had a lot to say and they may take it into consideration and by you planning your response you're not just um, repeating ideas but you're having a clear logical coherent chain of reasoning and you're making sure everything follows on from each other and everything links with each other and is relevant to the question um, another tip is to be sure to include religious arguments and this is what I was talking about earlier you can include other religious arguments you can include other perspectives as well a top level answer will explain how religious teaching is relevant to the argument top level and I'm pretty sure that's what we're all aiming for um, another tip is to include evaluation You can make judgments on the strength of arguments throughout and you should finish with a justified conclusion. If you want to, you can give your own opinion. Um, Before before, um, our teacher made us change the exam board, we were on Edexcel and they they actually had the evaluation. They made you, like, the way they did it is kind of similar um, on how you can do it for AQA and it's called appraisal. So you can say, oh, this scripture is... Um, a strong evidence this scripture is merited this scripture is you know weak or limited or not very useful or not very clear by saying that you're analyzing it and you're evaluating it and you're weighing it up and you're comparing it to something else you know those key phrases this scripture is very um good this scripture merits this scripture is useful this scripture is weak this scripture is limited those kind of things are like key phrases to show that you're evaluating that you're not and analyzing and that you're reaching a judgment and finally write persuasively use a minimum of three paragraphs so one for arguments for one for arguments against and a justified conclusion the examiner will expect to see extended foot writing and full sentences. Alternatively, you may not want to write three rigid paragraphs like that. I know that when I did my um, my mock, I was running out of time, so I couldn't write three separate paragraphs. And I knew that in order for me to reach the top bands, I would still need to, even with like 10 minutes left, I would still need to... Um, make sure that I had a balanced argument so what I did was I would make a point and then say alternatively or like as soon as I made that point the second sentence or the second or the or the next few sentences will be something that opposes that idea and that way you've got your balanced argument in a limited amount of time and that way you are maximizing your chances of getting um top mark because I know that for me time management was a struggle and when I was struggling instead of writing oh arguments for if I had just done arguments for in like seven in the seven minutes that I had I would not have been able to get um the grade that I got if if I didn't do like if I didn't intertwine interweave the arguments for and arguments against throughout my um paragraph so that might just that just bear that in mind because you might not have enough time especially if you struggle with time management um, and so for the last three marks, the additional marks for SPAG, so spelling, punctuation and grammar, will be awarded on the 12 mark question. A maximum of the three marks will be awarded if your spelling and punctuation are consistently accurate, you use grammar properly to control the meaning of what you were trying to say, and you use specialist and religious terminology appropriately. For example, the examiner will be impressed if you use appropriate 
appropriately the term resurrection rather than rising from the dead and when you do use these terms you're showing off that you know a lot about the topic and you're also keeping your writing concise because by writing rising from the dead that takes way more seconds than writing resurrection and you need all the time you can get in exam conditions and and a final tip is always try to use your best written english in the long 12 mark question it could be a chance to pick up extra marks for spag because those marks are very valuable and even if you don't have a lot to write for the actual um 12 mark the three marks can make up for that in paper one spag will be assessed on each 12 mark question and the examiner will pick your best mark to add up to the total whereas in paper two Spag will be awarded on both 12 mark questions for Islam and Judaism. I know this was a long episode, but I hope you found it useful. I hope you have fun revising and good luck in your exams. I'll see you in my next episode, guys. Bye for now and good luck.